We want to thank all our sponsors for high school football here on Round Guy Radio, starting with Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair of Kyoto, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brakes, Sports page, uh, Facebook page for sports cards. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto, Iowa. And the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We got Coach Doherty of the Fort Madison Bloodhounds who are off to a 2-0 start. And uh, uh, you, 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 you beat two teams that kick like a mule, uh, uh, to start the season, I, I, those are about harder fought wins as, as I've seen this year. Yeah, hey Dave, thanks for having me. And, and you're right, uh, just two gritty um, games in a row, and, and um, you know it's uh, it's fun after it's all done, but in the in the heat of things, man, it's pretty stressful. So really proud of our guys for just fighting and finding ways. And you know they're not pretty, but um, you know they're finding ways. Well, I don't know if everybody uh, uh, thought Fairfield was going to be as good as they seemed to be. Uh, uh, what did you think about them? Oh, without a doubt, I knew that they were going to be a good football team, and uh, you know we were we were on our guys all week about how good they were going to be. We knew that they were they're pretty physical up front, but I think their physicality up front actually surprised our guys. Um, they were they were more physical than than they thought they were going to be. So. Um, they've got Sam Wheaton, who's fantastic. Their quarterback does some really nice things. Their running backs run the ball extremely hard, and they're running through contact, not to contact. Um, you know, week one, the Miller kid had 200 and some odd yards rushing. I mean, he's he's the real deal. And, uh, you know, we knew we had our hands full, and we had to buckle down, and uh, we did some things that were just ah, not, <laughs> did not help us. Uh, two safeties, that doesn't happen very often we gave up two safeties in the game and gave them four points on that so there it was it was a strange game but again found a way yeah uh well what did they do uh what did they do that really gave you a hard time in that game but it seemed like a lot yeah um you know just kind of watching film again i think everything is done up front and once our guys would settle in and and trust their their um, their coaching and what they're supposed to do and their techniques. I felt like we did an okay job, but a lot of times we would go rogue and we were trying to do too much. I think that's that's kind of the, the theme of us right now is we have a lot of guys who are, are trying to do too much. They're pressing pretty hard and, you know, they just need to relax and be themselves. But I would say up front, the, the physicality of them, they were getting after us uh, uh, on their defense, our offense. Uh, pressure on Marcus, but Marcus did a great job of avoiding pressure a lot of the times and, and finding open receivers or scrambling. But, uh, you know, they, they were getting after us. They were pinning their ears back and coming, and we've got to be ready for that. Okay. Well, uh, um, there's just something about the makeup of a team that just week after week grinds it, grinds it, grinds it. Uh, I know when you're playing Fort Madison, you're thinking, we got them, we're going to win, we're going to get – this done, uh, um, we're, we're moving the ball, we're going to get in the end zone, and then they don't, and then you always seem to score late in the game and and hold it up. Uh, 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 talk to me just about the 
your team's just mental toughness in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about the mental side of the game and uh, um, not just talk about it, but I think that we do a lot of, of things to, um, you know, make the kids practice it. So you, you can talk about it and you can put quotes up there and, and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, it's got to be an action-based thing. And, and we're lucky we have Coach Smith. He's our wrestling head wrestling coach and our defensive line coach. I think that he's the master of uh, mindset. Uh, he wrestled for Dan Gable back uh, when Gable was the coach at Iowa. So uh, you don't get better than that. And I think Coach Smith does a great job of, of plugging, um, you know, the mental toughness into our guys and, and all of us coaches are, are following suit. Um, but yeah, our kids are resilient. You know, that's one of the things that I'm proud of is we found a lot of ways to win games in the last couple of years. When in the history of Fort Madison, I feel like we've found a lot of ways to lose games. So, um, again, just credit to our kids for, for buying in and trusting the culture. And, and, and I think that that's, it's been an, it's been an awesome change. Well, Scotty Melvin and I talked it over and we wanted to hand out some game balls to your red zone defense, your goal line defense, your red zone defense, uh, this week, last week, really, uh, um, when the field gets short, you guys really step up and play. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, kind of a, I guess, a bend, don't break motto. Um, we, we've, we've kind of had that motto for the last couple of years. We, we do. We bend and we bend and we bend. But uh, we've had some pretty good goal line stands. And you're right. We get tough down there in the red zone. And that's what, what good defenses have to do. And, uh, you know, we forced a couple turnovers and, and, um, the defense is playing really, really well. So shout out to Coach Colin and, and his defensive staff. They, uh, you know, they he does a great job, and, and he's he's an uber competitor, and he's he's always prepared. Like he's he's watching film nonstop and, and thinking about the best situations we can put our kids in, and uh, he's doing a great job. So proud of him. All right. Well, is there any other uh, defensive players that got turnovers or or or, or a lot of tackles or 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 some key sacks or anything uh, in that game that you want to mention? Well, yeah, when when I'm thinking about our defense the other night, I think about Ben Ramatowski, who's a kid. He just kind of came out for football uh, a couple years ago, just I think because his buddies were, were out for football. And um, we knew he was a really good athlete, but he had, uh, well, he had a huge pass breakup against Burlington and uh, in the end zone. And then Fairfield, he actually had three interceptions. One of them got taken back for a roughing the passer, but uh, he had he had two that counted and, and technically three. He was all over the place. I mean, he was step for step with Sam Wheat, who's probably going to be a, a higher level college ball player uh, next year, I think. Um, I think he's got the skills to. So uh, we were we were just really thrilled with how Ben's playing. And the best part is, is he's just out there having fun and trusting what he's coached to do and, and doing what he's coached to do. And I don't think he realizes how good of a player he actually is. He's just out there balling and having fun. Yeah, uh, that seems to be kind of a, a great defensive attitude, ain't it? Uh, having fun, moving to the ball, uh, um, getting a little success in there. Uh, uh, are you are you satisfied with your tackling? It seems like you did a good job of tackling. Uh, and, and Fairfield, really, they got a lot of big play capabilities, you know, uh, uh, and you had to had to stop them a few times when they had a full head of steam. Yeah, I mean that's something that we're constantly working on, and and we do have to get better. 
Uh, and some of it's because we've got guys going two ways, three ways, but you know what? So do they. And I just think we have a bad habit right now of, of when we get tired, we, we play at a high pad level and we start to grab instead of tackle. And I think that that was the, the case. Uh, we've given up two explosive touchdowns, running touchdowns, one with Burlington. Uh, we had him wrapped up and it was the quarterback and uh, we didn't finish the tackle. He spins out and he, he busts off an explosive touchdown. Pretty much the same thing against Fairfield. Uh, I think it was the Miller kid, one of the running backs. We had him. We had him, and we just didn't finish. And and we were wanting to grab and, and hang on to him instead of tackle him and take him to the ground. And he rips off a, a touchdown. So uh, we we just can't have those mental lapses in in games. I mean, we've we've got to be better. And and that's something that we're going to talk about today in today's meeting. And, and uh, we're going to drill the heck out of it all week. Well, uh, let's flip over the offensive side of the ball and talk about your uh, talk about your offensive line. Yeah, um, you know that 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 was our question mark this year, and and we graduated three guys, and all three of them are are playing college football. So we knew we had big shoes to fill. Coach Josh Weikert does a fantastic job, and we've had to move some guys. So we've actually moved some skill guys down to the line, and. You know, they're piecing it together um, and they're doing better every single day. And I think that's credit to one, Coach Weikert, and two, just their team first mentality of accepting the job and taking it extremely serious and, and wanting to be their best. But they did a good job. I mean, there was holes there. We were still, again, trying to work through some things and, and figure out uh, what works best for us up front systematically. Um, but, yeah, I think the offensive line, for the most part, did a good job. Well, uh, uh, they got the job done uh, yep. one way or the other. Um, well, let's talk about uh, – let's, um, let's talk about the passing game. Yeah, so Marcus threw uh, for like 180-some yards. Um, he, he did a nice job of avoiding pressure and, and uh, moving around, and that's – that's what makes him dangerous is he, he's mobile. He can move and, and he's got a really good arm and, um, you know, he keeps his eyes downfield and he found some, some receivers on some big plays. And, um, you know, our first touchdown was actually fourth and forever. Um, we'd gotten moved back on <laughs> what I think is a bogus penalty. Uh, we had an unbalanced set and they threw a flag and said we didn't have enough on the line or too many on the line I'm sorry but uh, it was an unbalanced set and that's we had it set up the way that we wanted um just uh, I guess uh one of those deals so we get moved back and and um we find a way to score so uh, again it was kind of a little a little sprint out and um had guys open in the end zone Henry Wiseman ran great routes all night long uh, Kate Denning had a couple catches and and was running some really good routes and getting physical in the blocking game. Uh, and Caleb Bolander had a huge catch from, and run for us. Uh, but we did spend a lot of our time down down on our side of the field, and, and that's the Wheaton kid. I think his first punt, he put it out of bounds at the one, and we end up giving up a safety there. And um, Then later on, we're, we're back there, and, and we get a holding call uh, on a, a sprint out, and holding call in the, the end zone equals another safety. So just things that we've got to clean up and we've got to do a better job of not letting them flip the field position on us like that. Well, the one thing you did in that game was stay calm, stay cool and collected, uh, and just keep doing what you do well, you know. Uh, but the field position uh, uh, 
listen, I, I'm, t- I'm talking about kicking, you know, I'm, and I'm talking about the, the extra points, the punts, the, the, uh, the kickoffs. And uh, I see a lot of teams struggling with it, but the number one team that's not struggling with it is Fairfield. Uh, talk to me about their kicking game. It's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, you know, their kickoff return team, actually, they they uh, they beat us up pretty good. And that's something that is of, of high urgency this week to fix. Um, you know, I mean, I think that they run a really good scheme, but I also think a lot of it was on us. Uh, we weren't doing the things that we're supposed to do. We were running out of our lanes and avoiding contact with, with blockers and, um, you know, things that, that we can't do and that will not be us. And we're going to fix that this week. So, um, but as far as what they do, yeah, they, they've, they've got, uh, Sam, Sam did a great job punting. I knew he was a good linebacker. I knew he was a good tight end, had no idea that he was that good of a punter. I mean, he did a great job. Um, and then, you know, they they, they had a game plan. They kicked away from a certain guy I felt. And when we moved him around and then we got a, a pretty good return. So We've just got to be creative in our return game, and we are. We've got a couple different returns that we can do, and uh, just we just got to make things happen. So schematically, I feel like we're sound. We just got to execute better. But um, you know, as far as their special teams, they they did a pretty good job. But um, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about your run game. Uh, uh, tell me, tell me how how you you felt like they did that game. So we, yeah, we had our quarterback as our leading rusher, which we do have a, a big quarterback run game. Um, we like to, you know, peanut butter and jelly with our running back there. So we, we run a lot of read, read option stuff and uh, trust your eyes as a quarterback. And he was seeing some things and he made some nice polls and, and some good gains. And then we also had some just straight up designed quarterback run game. And, and he did a good job of, of that. Segoviano ran the ball extremely hard and that's that's what he does but we were struggling to be honest with you up front just uh we were catching guys instead of trying to block guys you know drive them downfield and they were doing a good job of just anchoring down and and, um we were struggling getting through holes um we've got a bad problem right now I feel of of like running to contact instead of through contact I feel like we go down on first contact again just something that we're going to have to really this week in in practice so running through arm tackles and and not just trying to run guys over all the time and that's kind of crazy to say with a quarterback but Marcus looks to punish guys when he gets out in the open field he he wants to run somebody over and and it's not typical of a quarterback but that's who Marcus Guzman is he's he's just a physical kid and he did uh he did it a couple times he was out in open open space and um, you know, he was looking to, to run a guy over and six, three, 215 pounds. He's a big kid. And, and, um, I think that once we get a foot in the ground and get vertical, uh, he's going to be even more dangerous because right now guys don't want to tackle him, but once he can start making moves on them too, it's going to be a pretty thing. So, well, uh, talk to me about his, you know, he's a first year quarterback, uh, uh, on the varsity. Uh, how's this progression doing? Uh, uh, how's he doing at distributing to different receivers and, and, and decision making and all that? How, how how's he coming along? Yeah, I keep saying it. He's getting better every week, and, and I mean it. I mean, you take a look at uh, scrimmage. I think scrimmage was the first true live look he's had, and he he went to Henry Wiseman a lot. But um, lately, he's been spreading the ball out. I mean, all of our receivers have multiple catches. 
in, in both games, both uh, real games this this year. So he's doing a great job of spreading the ball out. We hit our running back on a, a big touchdown, so a touchdown pass. So, I mean, again, he's spreading the ball out, and, and uh, he's not locked in on any one guy. He's starting to understand the, the scheme a lot more. And the biggest thing with, with Marcus, and I've said it, a ton of times is he wants to be good. So he's a kid that's putting in the time. He holds himself to a high standard. Sometimes he's really, he probably holds himself to, nah, I don't want to say too high of a standard, but he's really hard on himself. He has high expectations, which is a great thing, but learning how to balance those and understand that, um, you know, you're going to mess up and you're going to miss throws. There's guys that get paid millions of dollars on Sunday who mess up and miss throws too. So, um, you know, we don't expect you to be perfect. We just want you to be you. And when you're you, you're a fantastic quarterback. Well, uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about before we start promoting next week's season? No. Um, I mean, credit to, to Fairfield. That's a really good ball club. I'm excited to follow them the rest of the way. And we've got a great relationship with them. And uh, Coach Wheaton's a fantastic guy. So um, I, I just, I really enjoy what they're doing there in Fairfield. And they're, like I said, they're a good ball club and we wish them the best. Well, Scotty Melvin says, uh, uh, um, he got a lot of positive, uh, uh, response from about round guy radio, uh, even got a hug or two from a mom thanking them for what they're doing. Uh, but you guys are coming, uh, uh, we're not quite done with this Fairfield, uh, Fort Madison matchup as, uh, tomorrow night, you're the JV, uh, game of the week, uh, uh, for Tuesday night, as we're going to be coming down and covering that game, can you tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the JV game that, that Round Guy Radio is going to be doing the play-by-play for? Yeah, it's fantastic. Two uh, two two games in a row. We get we get you guys. So yeah, one it was great meeting Scotty for the first time face to face. He's a he's a great dude. Um, so it was great having him down here and getting the host, and and hopefully he enjoyed his experience. Uh, but we do go to Fairfield tomorrow. Um, it's a Tuesday night JV game, and, and um, you know, we don't have a, a ton of, of depth. We'll play some juniors, and uh, it'll basically be a lot of freshmen, sophomores with some juniors sprinkled in, and we call it developmental. Uh, really excited that we can get this game in. It feels like the last couple of years, that junior group that, that's kind of the tweeners, they don't get in a lot on varsity, um, and they don't get to play in the fresh soft game. They don't get a lot of love, and, and, you know, that's frustrating. We want them to play football. We know that they want to play football. So it's nice any time that we can make this happen. And uh, Tomorrow night it'll be in Fairfield, and, and I'm sure they've got a, a, a squad that's raring to go. And I know that uh, you had said earlier they've got some depth, so um, they've got some guys that are wanting to get some reps too. So it'll be a great experience. I think there'll be some athletes on this field at Round Guy Ray will be talking about the future. Uh, yeah, I agree. And we'll we'll show some love to them juniors that are in between. Uh, uh, we'll see what they got. We'll let everybody know about it uh, um, on the podcast. Well, uh, uh, you got another game, uh, and I'm not even sure who you play. I haven't even looked. I, I'm kind of like you guys. It's just so much each week. I'm I, I don't look ahead that much. But uh, who do you got next week? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of confusion going on because for whatever reason it won't let us upload it on Bound, but. We actually we had to Centerville, so I think a lot of people uh, were thinking that we we were having Williamsburg at home. That is not this week. That is next week. So this week we'll head down to Centerville and we'll play a, a very uh, a very tough Centerville 
uh, Big Reds team, and Coach Kovac has done a great job there. I mean, they were they were quarterfinalists last year, so uh, he's got a he's got a, a great thing going on. And I know I went and watched their offensive coordinator speak this year, and um, that guy he he does a great job. Uh, he's he's a good good offensive brain. So we're gonna have our hands full once again, and, and again, uh, that's just that's our schedule. We know we have no cupcakes on on this schedule. We've got an extremely tough schedule and, and every single week we have to be at our best. Well, uh, I want to mention a little bit about uh, the visual that I got uh, as you came onto the field uh, carrying those American flags. Uh, I just thought that, you know, it was a military appreciation night, uh, uh, first responders night. Uh, uh, before uh, I let you go, I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I think that that's, uh, we love, we love being able to, um, you know, have that night and it made it even more special this year. Uh, the guy that carried the American flag out for us is, is a player of ours. He's a senior and, um, Marin Rose is his name. He spent all summer at basic training. Outstanding. Yeah. And so he just, he got back and, and joined us right away. And so at the, the team meeting, I've, I said, I don't think there's anybody, that, that is more deserving to carry this American flag out than, than Marin Rose. And man, you should have seen our guys and the smiles and the, the, the roar from them. Uh, we're so proud of Marin and, and thankful for, for him and his service. And it was great getting to have a night to represent all of those people. I mean, because football, <laughs> we, we love it. And it, it seems like it's um, the most important thing at times, but, but what these people do is the most important, and we're so thankful for that. Well, that young man made this crusty old army veteran pretty proud. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, anything about that this next game that you want to mention? Any kind of uh, thing that you're going to need to do to come out of victory in that game? Oh man, I mean it's it's a it's a list because they're another like I said, good football team. We got our hands full. Um, they, they do some some great things offensively um defensively they're just tough and gritty and and uh they've, they've got their special teams they, they do some things to make it really really tough to set things up um so we're gonna have to be creative and and very disciplined in what we do but like i said they've that's a it's a big reds team that's had a lot of success and they were state quarter finalists last year uh they've got that taste and uh it's it's gonna be a a slugfest well, uh, um, is is the you're gonna have it on your YouTube channel? You did a great job with the YouTube channel the first two weeks. Yeah, yep. I believe Nick will be down there, and and um, we'll have the the bloodhound activities, and we're super thankful for Nick and everything that he does. And, um, haven't haven't been able to watch it yet or listen to it. I hope that they got Scotty on. I know that we had talked about it. Uh, uh, well, they said the band was too loud at halftime. They oh. couldn't uh, 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 make it happen, but. Uh, he said he I'll had a nice what, little I, visit with uh, uh, Nick St. John and uh, um, kind of conveyed some stuff to him. Uh, I thought about the team and observations about the game. But, yeah, uh, uh, um, that, you got to roll with the punches sometimes. Absolutely. I'm glad that they got to meet, and, and I'm not surprised to hear about our band. Our band sounds really, really good right now. we got a new band director, and he's doing a fantastic job. So well, That's all uh, part of it. You know, everything, the cheerleaders, the band, the sounds, the – 
the smells of the pork burgers and all that stuff. I love every bit. <laughs> There's nothing that gets my uh, adrenaline going more than a, a, a drum line. I, yeah. When I hear drums, I just, whew, it means football to me, and, and it gets me psyched. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about uh, this game before I let you go? No, sir. Just uh, really thankful for the support that we've had and, and excited to get back to, to work with our kids this week and uh, go out there. And right now we're 0-0 zero and zero again, trying to – Chase the, the the first win is what we call it. We're trying to be one and zero at the end of this week, and um, just really excited to get back and work with our kids. And I also want to say thank you to you and, and Scotty for everything that you guys do. Love being on your show, and and thankful that you guys do what you do. Yeah, they said something about they might set up some kind of a pregame call or something sometime with Scotty to to make up for that. So that might be all right. So uh, great. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach, and good luck Friday. Hey, thank you, Roll Hounds. Flintcliffe Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flintcliffe is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2718.